This is episode 144 of Relate on the Phone-Free Day with Taino Benz. We are spending more and more time in the online world, looking through our screens and increasingly disconnected with those around us. But studies have proven that it's real-life meaningful relationships that bring us the most joy and happiness. It's all about human connection and conversing with people from a variety of backgrounds. Worlds change when eyes meet. So let's sit down and relate. I am your host, Patrick McAndrew. Welcome to another episode of Relate. I think that you will really enjoy this one. This episode is with my friend Taino Benz, who is from New Zealand. And Taino and I got connected, I guess it was in the later part of last year through Anya Pechko, who was actually on this podcast a while back. He has been working in the technology field, specifically in the corporate technology sector, for 10 years. And recently, he founded a nonprofit called Phone Free Day as a challenge and catalyst for change, as well as the business Phone Smart, where he runs workshops and presentations. Taino is very passionate about the practice of digital wellness and really implementing digital wellness in our lives. So I definitely wanted to have him on this show to share with you all. And in this episode, we talk about the importance of building relationships with people, of meeting new people, of understanding people. We talk also specifically a lot about phones and how phones are becoming more and more of a concern with regards to the disruption of regular human interaction. We talk about the importance of setting an intention, wondering, is this what we want? Is this how we want to live our lives? And we also talk about why it's so important to be curious. I think you all are really going to like this episode. Head over to Apple Podcasts. Let me know your thoughts. Leave me a review. I would love to hear what you think of this episode. So without further ado, let me please introduce today's guest of Relate, Taino Benz. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Relate Podcast. Today, we have an amazing guest joining us on the show. His name is Taino Benz. Taino, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure, Pat, standing here with a big smile on my face. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited to, to chat with you today. We had the opportunity to get, get connected uh, through Anya Pechko, who is, has been a, a great collaborator, uh, both with me and I, I know that both of you have also had a, a lot of great conversations as well with regards to digital wellness and in the mindful tech space, the responsible tech space. And so when we had the opportunity to connect and we had a, a conversation, me being in New York City, you being in New Zealand, after we chatted, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to have Taino on my podcast. So I'm <laughs> so happy that we're, we're making it happen today. So thanks so much for being here. Yeah. I'm wondering if you could just first start off by sharing with our listeners just a, a little bit about yourself and how your journey in the digital wellness space began. Yeah, definitely. 
First of all, uh, let me just say that I really appreciated our, our conversation last time. And as you might remember, I was out walking. So I really, yes. to me, and, and as we come into the conversation of digital wellness, you know, even when we use technology, we can use it in so many different ways. And I remember a lot of what we talked about and where I was when I walked and the weather. And it felt like we shared an experience in a way that, that you know, it's, it's amazing that technology can do that. Um, which is uh, pretty cool. My my journey um, has sort of evolved during the last probably 10, 15 years. Um, it isn't a space where I thought I would I would be. Um, I mean, the technology um, evolution and, and rapid innovation and all of that, I think no one could foresee what would happen, but... Um, Very true. For, for me, it, it sort of, I've always been interested in, in, in people, uh, just as you are. And, and I've lived, I'm from, uh, born, born and raised in Sweden, but have traveled um, and lived abroad. Yeah, a, a lot of big parts of my life, I should say. Um, so very interested in different cultures and, and yeah, meeting people, understanding people and so on. Um, and then when, when I felt that technology started um, interfering more than supporting, because, I mean, if, if we go back, I like talking about definitions. So, you know, if we talk about the definition of, of technology or, or tool, it's something that we, we use to, to help us. Um, you know, a super simple technology might be a spoon. Uh, I don't know if that falls into the definition, but, you know, things that we invent to to help to help us. So I used during the 90s, I used, you know, I watched TV, obviously technology, um, CD players. I had a Game Boy, never really. Yes, <laughs> a Cla classic. A yellow one <laughs> with a uh, gray cassette, um, you know, games. And, and yes. it was never really an, an issue. You know, sure, there, there might have been a few conversations about how much we played video games, but 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 not really, because it was so much more fun just going out. And also it was tied to to chords, right? It was it was in the living room by the TV. Uh, and and then, you know, in 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 05, 06, sort of where, where smartphones came, that was pretty cool and and quite sort of <laughs> not really useful actually um, at the start. But but <laughs> then when Facebook came and that's that's probably the start of of my journey into this i really did not see the value of facebook i had a great uh, i was a teenager played basketball hung out with friends i was in high school and and then this thing came along and i was like well what what am i going to use that for to to keep in touch with people abroad or organize you know or, or write things that I do, didn't really see it at all. So I never got Facebook from the start and was a bit sort of maybe not opposed to it, but like, I don't know, wanted to, to do things without it. And then, you know, three, four, five years later, when, when the smartphones uh, started being more widely used and we had social media on them, I started realizing how my interactions with friends were sort of interrupted and disturbed by the phones. And I remember sitting on the way to a basketball game with a, 
with a teammate and we were talking, having a great time. And then his phone's, phone dings and he becomes quiet and fully absorbed by the phone. And that was probably the first time I remember technology coming between me and someone else. And then friends started getting married and, and, and you know, phones were very much to me uh, disturbing um, weddings and parties and and wherever I went, I I felt like, yeah, we were too focused on 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 phones. So in 2014, my partner and I decided to to have a partly phone free wedding. So and and guests, the, the cool thing about that was that the guests loved it. They were a bit they were a bit shocked sort of when when we said it, but then everyone loved it and they could just focus on us, focus on each other. There was a photographer and we shared all the photos. So how did you do that? Was it that, that, was it just that they were asked to turn off their phones? Did they have to keep their phones in their cars or was there like a certain area that they put their phones in? How did that work? Great question. So, so we, we got married in a church in Sweden and as the priest or, or minister, as she, you know, welcomed everyone before we came in. I was probably there. My, my wife wasn't there yet. But um, she welcomed everyone and said, yeah, Astrid and Taino. And it's really cool because, Pat, we talk about human connection. And that's what she said. She said, Astrid and Taino love all of you. They're so happy that you're here. And they want to see your faces, your smiles. They want eye contact with you. I get goosebumps telling this. Um, <laughs> and and so they ask you to to not use your phones. So, so people did probably have have them have, have them on them in the church, but not a single person touched it. And it was beautiful. You know, we we walked down the, down the aisle and could see everyone's face smiling. As I said, eye contact, all of that. Imagine just a tangent thought, but you know, on concerts, I know there have been a few artists big, big international well-known artists, can't think of names now, but who have stopped in the middle of concerts and said, hey guys, can you all put your phones down? I can't see you. I want to share this awesome experience and, and concert with you, but you all yes. have your phones. And you know, so, so that's that's the extremes when 10,000 people stand filming instead of, of experiencing it. But And this was a small um, part of that. So this is becoming a long intro to my to my journey here. But anyway, I oh, mean, no, it's great. It's great. <laughs> um, aware of it for quite some time, but never done anything apart from me and my sort of immediate surroundings. Then we had kids and reflected on how much not the kids use technology, but how much adults used the phones in front of the kids. And, you know, we had a newborn baby and the first thing someone does is take a photo even before they cuddle or give him a kiss or ask if they can hold him they take a photo with their phone in his face so we we actually we were this annoying parents who who told people to to take it easy with their phones and then a bit more than a year ago i finally i should say did did something more than 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 just for for me and my immediate surroundings so started phone free day because i i felt that people really I felt like I couldn't be the only one feeling and thinking this and that that there were that there are still quite few sort of 
people leading the field in this. Um, I mean, there's an increasing number, and it's great. You, I mean, you you mentioned Anya. There's Digital Wellness Collective. There's uh, you know all, all these amazing people around the world, but but there's we, we need to be more. So so that's sort of how that how all of that started. I've professionally I've worked in technology in in IT, renewable energy, healthcare. Uh, uh, technology so you focused on using technology for us for good to support us and and I guess I'm doing the same now just helping people how it's not about not using technology or the phones which is my focus but it's about how do we use them to support us because they're great yes uh everything that you were saying Taino I was just I was like, I was right there with you. (laughs) I think that a lot of us got into this digital wellness space simply from observing our surroundings and seeing really this intoxication with, with smartphones where people would be looking at their phones basically the entire time where they were out with friends or, or family. And I know for myself, like that was something that really struck a chord with me initially is when I was out with a, a group of friends and uh, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them would just be on their phones for a large majority of the time. <laughs> I would be in this state like, uh, like, didn't you say you wanted to hang out yeah. with me? <laughs> you know, it's it's very interesting. And I think now it's exciting with with the creation of organizations like yours, some of the other ones in the Digital Wellness Collective as well, is that there's starting to be a a larger conversation about the influence that technology is having on how we behave and how we interact with one another. Yeah, but I mean, what you, your example there, there, Pat, I think is a great one. Uh, you know, if you do say, "Oh, weren't we, weren't we going to hang out?" and I say, "Yeah," but but also this is so much fun or I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's so easy to get sucked into as, oh, yeah. as we all know, but also it feels like we're, we're doing something important or maybe we, well, why, if, if I ask you this, why, why can't I use my phone when I'm with you or, you know, your group of friends, if someone says, well, yeah, we are hanging out, but I just want to also check my Instagram. What's, what's the big deal with right. that? <laughs> right. I feel like it's the, definitely this balancing act, you know, and, I think, at least for me, it's like if there is a situation where you are out with friends and say you're waiting for another friend, maybe one of you will check your phone to see if they're on their way yet. Maybe there's something pertaining to you guys hanging out that you need to check on your phone real quick. Maybe you need to answer the phone because perhaps it's an emergency of some sort, but but yeah, I think it's all about intention. I think it's when yeah. exactly kind of like what you did with your wedding, like you you and your partner set this intention that okay, we don't want people to be on their phones. You had your your priest or minister say an announcement and then I imagine in a lot of ways it was a much more fulfilling experience because people yeah. people were experiencing your wedding live and and without without i i guess what i'm trying to say is they weren't experiencing your wedding through a screen they were there and they were fully present to what was happening yeah yeah absolutely and and it's also so isolating like if if you i've got a friend who who's a social media coach and but she's very mindful of how 
she uses social media and how she helps her clients use social media. And she always tells people what she does on her phone. So if we're out having a coffee, she's like, oh, I'm just going to, I just need to say that I'm getting late to my next meeting. And then she even tells out loud what she's writing. So she's like, hey, um, <laughs> I Bob, like that. Um, I'm, I'm running late from my previous meeting, uh, so I'll be there 15 minutes late. See you soon. Bye. And then she, she puts it down. And all of a sudden, what, what would have been, you know, uh, rude or, or disturbing or isolating is inclusive. So I totally agree with you. And but also thinking about that, that intention, again, like you said, with our wedding or when you're out with friends, okay, we're, we come out here to hang out with each other. That's the, that's the purpose. But we need, I think we need to understand that being on our phones is antisocial. Yes, yes. Um, you know, that, that's something, if, if you want, if you desperately want to, to do that, that's totally fine in its own place and time. Maybe that's, you know, at home or, or you set aside a time for it, but it's not when you're with other people. That That's, I think, a, a huge thing for me. Yeah, I, I would absolutely agree with you on that. I think it's just being mindful that, okay, if you're going out and hanging out with family or friends or whoever it may be, and if you're on your phone a large majority of the time, you're absolutely right. It is this antisocial behavior because you're since you're giving your attention to the phone you're not giving your attention to the other mm. person so at least from my standpoint i always see it as like okay how how deep can this conversation go how deep can this this hangout go mm. if someone is always pulling out their phone you know eliminating that potential for for a deep and meaningful conversation it mm. it really is you know, this, I, I think it's a, a balancing act in a way that like, yes, I think it's fine to, as you said, take time, either scheduled time on your own, or maybe when you're by yourself at, at your home to, you know, just screw around on your phone for a bit. But it's important to really set that intention that when you're spending time with somebody to actually spend time with them. And my hope is that before we started recording, we were talking a bit about the pandemic and how the situation is much better now in New Zealand than it is in other places around the world. And my hope is that when things start to reopen again and, and th people could spend time together in person in the same way that they had before the pandemic, that they will be more mindful about it. And I think that's that's something why it, it, what you've created with the phone-free day is is amazing because it really sets the environment up for success for these people to really connect on a deeper level. And for our listeners, I'm wondering if you could just mm. talk a little bit more about the phone free day as well as the business phone smart. Why, why did you create these? Uh, I guess I, I should say, cause we, you've talked about why you are passionate about this topic, but I guess why why go the extra mile in creating Phone Free Day and creating Phone Smart to really provide services and a medium for other people to engage with? Yeah, I mean, I have to admit that sometimes, even as we have this conversation, I'm like, Taino, can you stop talking about phones for one <laughs> second? It's like, it, it's a bit, I don't know, it's sometimes a, a bit tiring and like a you know quite a uphill 
uphill uh, battle or, or, or strive. And, and yeah, sometimes it, it is hard, but I, I, I genuinely, as, as you hear and as listeners here, I believe in, in this and, and especially in, in humans, in how much fun and how much good we can do together or, or on your own or, you know, not being glued to a screen. But why I decided to go that extra mile? One thing is the kids. That, that I felt that I, I didn't really want... The way things are going and, and environmental issues is one thing that we talk a lot about at home and how we want to be able to say to our kids in 10, 15 years that you know we did these and these things to, to take care of the environment. And, and it's the same thing here that I want, want, wanted to be able to say, well, I, I felt that the way we, we were heading was, was not good f- on a macro perspective, you know, almost for, for humanity. If we become these isolate, we can do everything with technology right now. All of us could pretty much sit at home. Well, we are, you know, with the pandemic, we can order food online. We can, we can interact online, but, you know, research shows that that it's not at all our brain isn't stimulated at all in the same way as when we meet someone in person but all of yeah all of those things combined made me want to say okay I, I tried to actually make a difference and 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 be a role model for my kids um as well so phone free day was was about making people aware because i i feel like a lot of people genuinely maybe aren't aware and it's become the norm in you know in just a bit more than a decade it's become the norm to have phones on the table to let phones take precedence over over uh, analog interaction or discussion to sit with your phones in the toilet to sit with the phones you know anywhere it's in meetings at, at work so i I wanted to challenge that a bit and, and say, you know, is this really what we want? Are we using this particular piece of technology in the way that we want? Or have we skidded down a slope and and find ourselves in a place where we don't want to be? And and sort of trying to lead the way in, yeah, just making people aware of that. And I think the response I got from Foam Free Day is what fueled me both to continue with it and to start phone smart so without it i probably would have said okay maybe this is just my concern i'll go back to go back to just caring for my own habits or my family's habits but when when it was pretty cool when strangers i've never really been a person to do to go that extra mile and do things publicly but when strangers started reaching out to me thanking me you know from the bottom of their hearts that was very, very special and and really well, both humbling but also very empowering. And people saying, you know, that they felt alone in this and thanking me for doing it, and it's so important. And a few saying, you know, what's what's this about uh, uh, criticizing it? Um, and and then you could say, you know, the first stage two addiction is denial, but I didn't say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so I think that's. That's really what's what's fueled me. That that this is something that people need. It's not just it's not just you know you and me and a few other people saying, "Oh, can you stop using your phone so much?" If people genuinely want help and don't really know practically, you know, whether it's with themselves or with their kids. So, phone free day is is a non 
non-profit initiative and it's just just a, a day to shine a light raise awareness and and be a bit of a challenge um hopefully you know making it as big as possible this year i i think it would be awesome if it would be a a big international challenge where you know you would challenge these friends you went out with and say hey i bet you can't limit your phone usage it's not it's not necessarily about going without the phone for a day but but using it in a in a way that you want so i bet you couldn't stay off social media for a day for example or or you know um, something like that so that's that's really what i'm looking at there and then supporting that with phone smart where we run workshops and and sort of programs to help people build that change yeah, this work is it's so important, Taino. I mean, I don't need to tell you that, but I'm just, uh, you know, the the work that you're doing, it, it, it's so crucially important. And I think that now people are just beginning to realize, oh, okay, like if I'm on my phone all of the time, that means that I am neglecting energy that I could be giving to other people because mm. it it's it's really fascinating. I think for for someone like myself, I I really I enjoy the time where I'm alone and I could get work done, but I'm definitely mm. a people person. I love being around people and interacting with people. I feed off of that energy so much and it's interesting to note just personally that when I'm interacting with people, hanging out with a, a group of people, I my energy level is just so high. Whereas if I am on technology all day, perhaps working, or even just when I'm scrolling through social media, even if mm. I'm just scrolling through social media for a short time, I get so fatigued and so tired. It, it, it's a really amazing, actually, how much energy mm. technology could sap out of us. And so... I think it, it it's it's like figuring out this moderation. Yeah, exactly. And and two two thoughts there. One one is what you just touched upon that it does drain energy, but a lot of people use it to relax and to recharge. You know, if someone's if you if you're working and you're like, oh, this is so boring or this is really tough, I'll just take a break and scroll Instagram or check, uh, you know, whatever. And that actually drains you even more so it becomes this negative loop where you you comfort yourself with it but it it drains your energy even more and then takes away focus and then you need to do it more and more or you know you take a break from at work and you have lunch and you you again use technology but and also the other important point i think you said you know the realization that that ended your time spent on on technology or on your phone you could spend on other people but also on yourself you know, there, I don't. Yes, I don't think there's yes. a single person. If you ask, if you ask people, would you, would you like more time? If you ask anyone, would you like more time? The answer would probably be yes. Okay, what you would you do with that extra? If I could give you an extra half hour, um, what would you do with that? If if I ask myself, I would probably say exercise for me, or like a walk in the nature or something, or quality time with the kids. What would you do with an extra half hour? <laughs> oh, I mean, I would say, yeah, time time working on myself, either through like physical exercise or spending time with, you know, the people I love most for sure. Yeah. And and I, I think that it's not just you and me who are in this space that would say that, but most people would say something along those lines. And then, you know, the trap is that then you can look at your screen time and say, oh, three hours of phone time. So 
maybe we can cut out half an hour from that and you can spend it on this thing that you just said that you want to spend more time on. And and I that sort of reasoning or logic to is quite hard to I mean in, in the end it is just help help helping people and making them realize that oh wait a minute I I complain that I never have time to work out or that I never have time to read that book that I wanted to read for six months. But actually I do. So that's that that's a pretty yeah, pretty good way of approaching it that I try to do. Yeah, I I really love when digital wellness is phrased in the concept of time. I've heard you talk about this. Anya also talks about this a lot as well with regards to, okay, do you want more time in your life? Do you want another half hour, hour, Mm. two hours? Like that's, that's what you gain when you're mindful with regards to having or with regards to how you're using technology, you really do gain time back that you could then use to fulfill yourself in in other ways and really, really restore your energy. So I, I think that the concept of time that you bring up, it's something that really resonates with me. And I'm I'm so happy you brought this up too, because I feel like even though the digital wellness space, it's still a very new space, everyone's still kind of exploring what it means. I feel like the concept of time doesn't get talked about enough. So I'm really glad you brought that up. And I think it's something for all you listeners who are tuning in to really keep in mind when you're, you know, wanting to implement digital wellness into your life to really think about it in terms of, okay, how much time are you you saving that can be put towards more fulfilling and productive things? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely, and 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 as, as as we talked about, it's it's hard to argue with, and and you you because you can sort of argue with, okay, I'm no, I'm not stressed by technology. That doesn't drain my energy. All of <clears throat> all of those things, but but if uh, yeah, totally agree with 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 that time point. And Taino, you also have a podcast, which I love the name, by the way. It's one phone to rule them all. Correct. Yes. Yeah, so I would love I would love for you to share with our listeners. And this was actually a big reason why we we got connected in the first place was because of podcasting about uh digital wellness and these topics. But I wonder if you could share with our listeners what this podcast is about because I think a lot of people who tune into the Relate podcast would be very interested in your show as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um if it's not obvious for uh, those people who are not Lord of the Rings uh, fans, you can <laughs> pick one one ring to rule them all. Yeah, first first of all, uh, Pat, love what you're doing, and and only during this call I've learned some things that I will will try to implement. But the podcast is about, um, as as the title suggests, it's about phones. So so it's three different people that I interview. It's users. So everyday people who may struggle with phone use or doesn't struggle with phone use. So users, uh, experts, so that's psychologists, uh, social therapists, and so on. And then the third one is solutions, which is people working with different digital wellness initiatives or or solutions or apps to to help people. Um, So users, experts, and solutions. And basically just talk to people and, and hear them share their their views on 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 what's going on with phones why it is or is not an issue i'm yet to find someone who 
who who doesn't think it's an issue, but I think that would be really cool to to talk to someone <laughs> who's like, I actually met a guy. Well, it's interesting when when, when you meet different people. I uh, for Foam Free Day, I went down to to a big street here in Auckland and handed out alarm clocks and told people to to stop charging the phone in their bedroom. And if they did that, they got an alarm clock. And also I interviewed them. And there was this one young guy who, who said, he's like, yeah, I probably spend, I asked him how much time he spent on his phone. And he's like, what do you mean? And I said, yeah, you know, how much time do you spend on my phone? Well, every waking hour, pretty much. So 15, 16 hours. And I'm like, okay. Do you, how do you feel about that? And he said, yeah, it's totally fine. I mean, I use the phone for everything. But then as we start, as we continue talking a bit, he's like, well, um, I try to tell my cousins who are younger than me not to use it so much and that they shouldn't use it when they're around other people and so on and so on. So, so even, even, you know, that extreme, but he, I would have loved to have him on my, I need to try to find him. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so, so it's, I'm, I'm, just starting out the podcast, as you know, I've, I've interviewed a couple of people. Anya is one, and um, Theodora Palkovic, who you may know. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of Tia. Yeah, 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 she's awesome. So, so yeah, so that's and it's really, really interesting and, and enriching for me as well to hear all these different perspectives and, and sides of it. You know, I think it's it's always just taken each day as it comes. I, I think that these are really great conversations to have because. As technology continues to advance for both better and worse, because obviously technology provides us a lot of great things as well. I think that these sort of conversations around digital wellness will be important to continue having and to continue working towards specific solutions. So, Taino, I cannot thank you enough for joining me on the Relate podcast today, not only for taking the time, but also, as I mentioned before, I really appreciate the work that you're doing. It's it's so important that we have organizations and events like Phone Free Day, Phone Smart, where we're really educating people on how they can be more mindful with regards to how they're using technology. So thank you so much. Thank you as well, Pat. Um, re- really cool to to talk about this with you and, and bounce, bounce ideas. And uh, yeah, keen on continuing, uh, keeping in touch and, and hearing hearing more of your work too. Thank you. Where can our listeners find out more information about you and your work as well as your podcast? Yeah, so so I would love any 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 listeners and any people interested to sign up for Phone Free Day. So you do that at phonefreeday in one word dot org, and and there you can basically we we encourage people to make their own. We have different sort of levels you can choose but but make your own challenge make do something that that works for you and as i mentioned earlier is it a day without social media is it a day with no internet or is it actually a a day without the phone at all maybe you know keep the sound on for for any emergency calls and so phonefreeday.org is is where i would is where i would send people phone smart uh we we offer is phonesmart.co.nz um, so New Zealand website, but sort of offering workshops around the world. Um, and there's links to the podcast on both those sites. Um, so I would love if, if some people signed up for a film for a day and took that challenge. 
Perfect. Well, I'll make sure to include the links to those various resources in our show notes. So listeners out there, highly recommend checking it out. Sign up for Phone Free Day and learn about all the great information that Taino is doing. Taino, I have one last question for you before we part ways for this episode. Yes, shoot. How can we as a society better relate to one another? Hmm. What a good question. I... I think we can relate to each other by being by being curious and and if we are curious there's all these things that come with it you know listening a- asking questions communication focus and and you know all of these things means that you 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 can't really have the focus on technology if if you're if you're with another person when you're when we're where we are right now in a pandemic, I, I would say that you and I relate to each other very well, even though we're on different sides of the world. But same thing there. However, you are communicate our so, sorry our interaction. I think started with curiosity. Yes, you know, yes. we were curious of one another. Started talking on on social media. I wanted to know more about each other, and then we dedicated time. So it wasn't we we didn't continue writing on just on the screen, but we actually dedicated whatever it was an hour and had that that curiosity, that dedication, that focus on one another, and and from there, you know, a, a nice relationship has has built. Um, so I feel like we have all the means possible to relate to each other, whether we're physically next to each other or or over you know, using technology for our purpose, but being curious, asking questions, being open and sharing, and one of the buzzwords of of the moment being vulnerable, <laughs> which I think is close to to curiosity, maybe of yourself, um, and and sharing that. Great, well, well said, Taino. Great way to leave our listeners. So, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Excellent, thank you, Pat. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Relate. You can let me know your thoughts on this episode by going to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review. Or if you have the Anchor app, feel free to call in and leave a voicemail. I would love to hear from you. You can support this podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. Thank you so much again for tuning in, and I'll catch you all in the next episode.